For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone. This is John Parrott, and you're listening to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast presented by Reformed Youth Ministries. I'm looking forward to this week's interview. We actually have two guests this week, uh, Matt Beham and Josh Keller. Uh, They're both working in youth ministry in the Lone Star State. Um, Welcome, guys. Thanks. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks to you for being here. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to all of you for being here. Um, I'm excited to have you guys on. Uh, Would you guys mind just introducing yourselves, telling me which church you're a part of and how long you've been there, that kind of stuff? Yeah, my name is Matt Beham. I'm the youth pastor at Redeemer Presbyterian Church in San Antonio. I've been attending Redeemer since 2005. In January, I went to Trinity University in San Antonio, and I started working there as an intern for their youth ministry in 2007, and I've been there full-time since 2008, so about nine years now. Uh, this is Josh Keller, and I'm the youth pastor at All Saints Presbyterian Church, which is in uh, Austin, Texas, about an hour and a half north of Matt's church. And uh, I've been there for about five years. Before that, I was at uh, Park City's Presbyterian Church for a couple of years up there in their youth ministry. And uh, yeah, so about six years total doing youth ministry. Nice. If I was better at math, I'd try to add up the combined experience of 15? Yeah, between the two of y'all and then, yeah, and, then, right. and then myself as well. So 12 years. So there you go. Add it to that. So the combined total of all three is what? Oh, 27. There you go. Good. Just put you on the spot. Good job. <laughs> well I flunked out of junior high math. Um, so look, if you're new to the show, I'll ask our guests one question each day and our discussion will be focused on that one question. We may have some sub-questions or follow-up questions, but we want to kind of have a shorter podcast because we know everybody's busy, so um, these are kind of short and to the point uh, questions. So uh, the first question for today, uh, what's the best thing you've done in youth ministry? This could be an event or a retreat, a Bible study idea, just something, and it can be more than one thing, that's been beneficial to your ministry. So Matt, Josh, what do y'all have? Well, I'll do, um, so one of the uh, a Bible study idea that we've, that we've done and I need to give you a little background on this. It's something called the Young Theologians. And uh, for a long time, probably, probably because of my background, I decided not to venture too deep into theology because I was a little bit of a jerk about it in, in college. And so I just didn't want to really go there. Of course, theology informs everything we do in youth ministry, but it wasn't something I wanted to bring to the forefront. And then I had a couple of kids challenge me on it, actually, and say, hey, like, you know, we're reformed. We believe these things. Let's talk about them. And I was apprehensive. Wow. Um, but I decided, okay, we'll do this thing. We'll do it. We'll call it Young Theologians. And what we did our, for our, just the first time, we just we took Tim Keller's book, The Reason for God. We read it a chapter at a time, a chapter per week, and just stopped and discussed wow. it. And it actually, uh, the, the kids who ended up really enjoying it were the 11th and 12th graders, but it was great. A lot of new students who came. And we often assume that kids don't think deeply about the world or theology or who God is yeah. or who they are, but it really showed that they they are asking hard questions and want some good answers. 
that, that's good. Yeah, Kurt Cooper actually brought up that book as well, The Reason for God, and that he gives that to every gra- graduate um, of his youth ministry, and he says he makes them read it before they get to college. So um, anyway, that's twice it's been brought up in youth ministry. Yeah, so for me, I would say that we read Tim Keller's. No, I'm just kidding. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't do that. I've got no relation to Tim Keller. Everybody always asks me, are you related to Tim Keller? And I always say yes first. And then they say, really? Then I say no. And then I feel bad about lying. And so it's really kind of... You need to keep it going sometimes. Yeah, it's really really kind of a bad situation in my life. But um, I I would say I have a practical thing that we did that I think was just really practically helpful. Um, But this is kind of unique maybe to our church. I mean, to most churches once they get to a certain size, but it kind of takes a critical mass to get there. And because um, I know lots of churches are different, but for us, one of the most practical things that we did is um, we once we kind of had enough critical mass, we split our youth group from uh, middle school and high school combined to middle school themselves and high school themselves. And uh, and one of the reasons that was really helpful, just practically, is there is a huge gap in maturity and thinking and just emotional development that goes on between sixth grade especially incoming sixth graders and like 11th and 12th graders and the kind of things that you can talk about and with high schoolers you need to talk about you cannot talk about with middle schoolers and so um you know you can accomplish those things one-to-one um if you've got a combined youth group but once you get enough critical mass and i would say for us it was like once we got to about 15 kids or so consistently we split them middle school and high school and that we actually saw the growth double with both of those because um, you know high school kids coming and they're meeting their peers and they're able to engage on theological topics and biblical topics and just like life issues together with their peers and um, on a deeper way and so I found that was really helpful and then to say something that um, maybe is going to sound really weird uh, <laughs> so it, get ready this, this is a safe point here's something that has been really beneficial for my ministry and that is therapy so probably not what you're going to expect me to say. And I don't mean, for me, it was actually professional therapy, but it can also be, you know, just a wise counselor. And mm-hmm. here's, here's what I mean. Um, it's really important for your kids to not just have you putting together a really good youth program and doing a lot of good practical stuff. They need you to be a godly person who's pursuing putting to death sin patterns in your life and growing in holiness. And they need to be able to see that in you and to really give them the benefit of what the Lord has been doing in your life, you need to actually be doing that. And for me, um, there have been some sin patterns in my life that I hadn't really dealt with. And, um, and, I, and I really needed someone on the outside to like look in with me and to figure out what were just the underlying issues for a lot of those things. And so for me, um, it was just a, a professional therapist, professional counselor, Christian counselor that I went to. Um, but, you know, it can also be a, a mature elder in your church. It can also be a mature uh, person, maybe even, maybe your father, maybe definitely not your father. I don't know. But um, but for me, that was unbelievably beneficial to, because I was able to, like, engage with kids and their parents and do it from a place not of, like, trying to make them accept me or or. or please them, but to really speak the truth and be confident in that and not having to kind of carry around a bunch of baggage and making decisions based on guilt or shame that I was hanging on to that were actually bad decisions. And so that's been really beneficial. To yeah, me. that's that's really good. I'm glad you're bringing that up. Just uh, you, you hear a lot about, or I guess over the last few years, soul care. And I know mm-hmm. years ago at um, RYM Youth Theater Training, I think it was Brett Harriman or Brent Harriman, 
Pretty good. Brett Haldeman. That's it, That's exactly. It, yeah. <laughs> um, that, that he kind of dealt with this. I think he had a class on that, and then he had some evening sermons kind of discussing how important it is for, for you to be dealing, like you said, sin patterns and things like that. And I know Zach Eswan or Eswin from Covenant uh, mm-hmm. Seminary has written The Imperfect Pastor, and I think that yeah. was a, a revision of Sensing Jesus. Just books like that of um, really peeling back the layers mm-hmm. and getting you to think about your own heart. So that, that's mm-hmm. that's a huge point you're bringing up. So anything else you guys want to add? Anything you got? I, I hear something that I just when we were doing this thing, I, I really wanted Matt to do it with me because I think one thing that's been so important mm-hmm. is um, just having other youth pastors as friends to be able to like talk about stuff together and just and laugh about the just weird kind of business of youth ministry because it's weird <laughs> stuff. I mean, like you deal with some weird stuff that happens and and because you know stuff that you like forget when kids are going through puberty and stuff like oh, all yeah. this crazy stuff is happening and people just laugh about it and talk about irritating like parents and and you know annoying kids and um it's really good to have a friend to do that with and i'm blessed mm-hmm. to have matt in my same presbytery and we get to hang out a lot and we even um have tried to and are going to do some um cross church events together and and uh so I so think how, that's really important. How far are y'all's churches from each other? Uh, we're about 70 miles, I think. So 70 a, miles? I think 70, yeah. Oh, it takes okay. at least two hours to get down 35 from Austin to okay. San Antonio. <laughs> yeah. The traffic is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that is huge. I mean, that's something I'm, I'm blessed with. In, in Jackson, Mississippi area, there's probably six PCA churches in a 10-mile radius, you know, it seems like. And um, that's something. That, there's a group of guys where we kind of met at least monthly, just getting together. Because mm. you know as youth ministers what you're going through and being able to share, share struggles and things like that. So another good point, having that accountability and people in the trenches with you. So that's a good good thing for sure. I suppose another thing that we've done that's been good um, just programmatically is uh, something called Taco Tuesday. Um, I, I find that it's really hard to meet with, just from my schedule, I found that it's really hard to meet with students in the afternoons after school, yeah. um, especially once you have start having a family, you've got a kid or more, oh, you know, yeah. multiple kids, then you're starting to think, okay, how do I, how do I spend time with these kids? That's not just absolutely going to destroy my my time with my family. And and um, and our schools are set up in such a way that there's an hour or so or more in the morning that that's a great time for doing breakfast. So we started by doing something called Taco Tuesday. A bunch of middle schoolers hung out and just ate tacos. And that's kind of morphed into almost every morning now I eat breakfast. And that's really bad for my acid reflux, <laughs> um, especially in San Antonio where it's tacos every morning. But but it's a great – they love it. They love just meeting yeah. together before school, doing a little prayer, and then hanging out. It's really easy to get to know their friends, especially mm-hmm. if you have a couple of campuses. So if you have like – if you have you know five main high school campuses that you're at, you can do a different breakfast near that campus every single day of the week. So, yeah, and you get to know those friends, and it's good. That's good. Yeah. So you, you do breakfast almost every day with students. Almost every day. There's a wow, couple. Yeah. yeah, I it's it turns out to be three times a week, definitely, and sometimes four. Yeah. Um, just because I need to detox at least one day a week. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's and and you know kids will cancel or whatever, but yeah. it's about that many. Yeah. But that it works is well for us. Yeah, that is good. I mean, the breakfast hour seems like that's starting to become an easier time to meet the students in the afternoons and evenings. That's good. Y'all got anything else? All right. Thanks, guys.